Blog Talk Radio. Chill on the cell right on in to this show. We show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, where we the gee upliftment to the living legacy and the pay ancestral homage. This show, the Queen Quet Head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that Hunter to tune in to We Radio Station. This show evening, one more again, the sponsor to the Gullah Geechee Island Coalition. Hunter Chilla nowhere for fine. We Guanyana to Gullah Geechee dot N E T. And other rest of time, Hunter can send me an email to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. And Hunter Chilla know if you want to get in the flow to we see islands this year where Hunter need for go. From Jacksonville, North Kakalaki to Jacksonville, Florida. And 30 to 35 miles inland to the St. John's River. Right here, the way we the flow every day and we the go. Right here on this year ocean called Atlantic. And right of what we call the Middle Passage. 
this your decade of people of African descent and things like that, we pay homage to we ancestors who had this your ship come in Atlanta, Ponesia shoreline, where not only the ocean today, but where the river and thing meet up. And now we go crack we people tonight. Before we do that, we want to dedicate this your program to all we family and them. Will we come through all these your riverways? Will come through Sogahatchee, the Adisto, through the Broad River? Will come through Port Royal Sound? Will they your front Centella Sound? Will they your all up and through all these your river will then and will honor Yeti boat called Asteria and things like that? Will all the Kuligichi coastline and this year journey? So we will take a moment of silence for all of them. Will even you, they rest now in this year ocean. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Good evening, everybody. So glad that the hunter to join me one more again. This year, the queen, quite a thing like that. It was so glad for all the wee hundred thousand of more listeners and things across the world. And rather, was so glad for the, the quarter million of hunter children. What a study for the Gullah Geechee TV. So we thank you, thank you to all the hunter children where to watch we. And plus, yet we this year, we can think like that. Now, as we vote to grind on out April, hunter children can believe this year. Say the month most done gone. Well, plenty of things done flow in this year, money thing like that, right into my office. So I might make or crack my teeth the other rest of the week because there's no plenty of honey where the Yeti we can't understand this year at all, at all. So I'll speak this way for all my global listeners to be able to under overstand me or at least put this show through your translation devices. And I am so thankful for all of you that continue to listen to the broadcast live, but especially for those who download the show onto your iPad, your tablets, your I, your iPhones, and then you subscribe for free through iTunes, and many of you have subscribed to Blog Talk Radio slash blogtalkradio.com slash Gullah Geechee. Thank you for keeping up. And those who watch Gullah Geechee TV on YouTube, we greatly appreciate you as well. And you can also go to Gullah TV. You can subscribe there for free. And so it has been a blessed journey to encounter so many of you as I'm out and about, not only in our various communities in the Gullah Geechee Nation, but also whenever there is an event along my Gullah Geechee world tour for our land and legacy. So we want to thank all of you who are in our social media sites, Facebook, Gullah Geechee Nation as our spot for the fan page, and at Gullah Geechee on Instagram and Twitter. We appreciate everybody who's been posting, retweeting the posts for the same Gullah Geechee Land campaign that we have on GoFundMe, Save Gullah Geechee Land. Please make sure that you go to GoFundMe, click on that link, make a donation, no dollar amount is too small, and then share that link thereafter within your social media. We are trying to reach a $5 million goal this year in order to have a land lottery so that we can help with Gullah Geechee's that need help paying their taxes as well as with educational sessions that will ensure that there is more empowerment for these families to continue to realize what their rights are in terms of land ownership and even land reclamation from those who lost land at auction last year who may not realize that they have a year and a day to get that land back. And so definitely we need your support to be able to make that fund come to full fruition. And so we thank everyone who has supported 
all of the Gullah Geechee land and legacy workshops and activities that have gone on thus far this year. Many of them happen at the St. Helena Branch Library, and we thank everyone who has supported our efforts and contacted Buford County Council to ensure that the budgets for Buford County Libraries are not cut. And I want you to be aware that next Monday, May the 4th at 6 p.m., at Buford County Council, there will be a rezoning hearing for what was the original Leroy E. Brown Service Center site. They are going to rezone it, and there's going to be a rezone hearing to change it from rural because there was a move throughout Buford County, South Carolina, in order to change the names of zones and also to change some zonings. Now, that area is still part of the public market district of St. Helena Island, but that particular parcel of property was still listed as rural. So to make it conform to the new zoning standards, there is a rezoning hearing going to be going on at the Buford County Council Chambers in Buford, South Carolina, Monday, next Monday at 6 p.m. So, you know, we try to keep you aware of all of the things that are happening on our land and in our waterways and that affect our human health. So that leads to the title for tonight's show and why we the healing the water and the Gullah Geechee. The Gullah Geechee Sustainability Think Tank has been gathering for five years at this point. Interestingly enough, our centerpiece of focus has become human health and our seafood and our waterways. So throughout the month of June, Many of you participated some years back when we were working with the Environmental Defense Fund, which is still a partner of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and our Gullah Geechee Fishing Association, and you saw that we did a number of workshops and engagements with the community called Yetiwi, Our Stories of the Sea. And if you go to Gullah Geechee TV online, you can see clips from Yetiwi, Our Stories of the Sea. Well, we are going to be going back into the field with Yetiwi, healing the Gullah Geechee family and the sea in June. So we will be coming through the entirety of the Gullah Geechee Nation, communicating with Gullah Geechee community members about everything from climate change, seafood consumption, historic traditional subsistence seafood practices, harvesting from the waterways practices, folks who worked on the docks, and the human health aspects that people are dealing with, even in communities that have been urbanized, that are dealing with a number of environmental injustices that have happened on and near waterways that have negatively impacted families, not only being able to continue to subsistence fish, but then in developing certain medical issues that now have put more hardship on the families as well. So if you are interested, if you are native Gullah Geechee and you're interested in making sure that you are on the list when we send out the invitations to come to these focus groups and community gatherings, which are going to be still a part of our porch talks essentially, please make sure to email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, our Gullah Geechee Fishing Association will be an active part of all of the work that we will be doing throughout the month of June, which is also Black Music Month, all right? So y'all will be hearing some nice music like K-Johns on the ocean during that month as well as you enter some of these gatherings. And so we definitely are looking forward to 
all of you coming out and being a part of that and then learning and engaging with many of the sustainability think tank members, some who work within the ecology of our environment and others who work at the Medical University of South Carolina at MUSC who are looking at autoimmune diseases and connections between that and seafood consumption patterns within the Gullah Geechee Nation. So dealing with water quality issues in places, traditional areas that we go out from, as well as other dynamics within the communities that are happening on the land that could have had impacts on traditionally used waterways. Everything from whether or not you still have access, but also whether or not there may be pollutants and other things within certain waterways that could be infecting and affecting the seafood, its availability, as well as its quality, as well as the quality of the water, because all of that now affects our quality of life and our ability to sustain Gullah Geechee culture, communities, and traditions. Now, within today's schedule of things that I had to do, not only was I mapping out and going through the litany of places and the list of things we'll be doing with the Gullah Geechee Sustainability Think Tank, but then I also got a notification from some of my great folks out in Eddie's store, Eddie's store. On a chill on a cracky tea thing like that, you know I had to talk about. And so here it is that when I hear from my folks on Edisto, I immediately want to see what's going on. Now I could be getting a notice saying that there is a good old fish fry going on. There could be something happening at Botany Bay where we filmed the Patriot. I could be be asked about our Edisto Scenic Byway, which the Gullah Geechee Nation and the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition supported getting established as a national scenic byway. I could be just being asked to come on back out to the museum or just come out there and hang out with as well as to be part of the A Space and Living Shoreline activities that have been happening around the island. But this time it was a little something different because here it is that the Edisto River has been listed by America's Rivers, and you can go to AmericanRivers.org, okay, slash endangered hyphen rivers, and look at what I'm looking at. This is a list of most endangered rivers in the U.S. The top ten for this year are, number one, the Colorado River in the Grand Canyon. I've been there. Number, number two is the Columbia River. All right, then number three is the Holston River. Number four is the Smith River. Number five is the Edisto River. Number six is the Chutna River. Number seven is Rogue Smith Rivers. Number eight is the St. Louis River. Number nine is the Harpeth River. And number 10 is the Pearl River. Now, I know most South Carolinians, when you heard the Columbia River, you probably thought I meant South Carolina, but no. This Columbia River is out west. Okay, so it's almost right at the base of where the state of Washington actually is on the opposite coast away from us. The only one that is right here in the Gullah Geechee Nation that is listed currently is the Edisto River. And these rivers are listed for a number of different reasons. The reason that the Edisto River is listed is because of excessive agricultural water withdrawals that are putting the water supply, the water quality, the fish and wildlife habitat, and recreation at risk. 
So I would ask that all of you go to Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook or at Gullah Geechee on Twitter. We tweeted out the petition that they have to help protect the Edisto River. And you'll be hearing me talk a little bit more about this coming up. But there is a bill. Right now, there's some legislation that has been placed on the floor in the South Carolina General Assembly. It was a bipartisan group of sponsors introduced H.3564. For all of you who are heavily into South Carolina politics, it's House 3564, okay, H.3564, if you want to look it up. It's in the South Carolina legislature, and it's a bill that will end the exemption of large agricultural water withdrawals from permitting. This bill will protect South Carolina's farmers by allowing existing agricultural registrations to remain in effect and it will require new industrial-scale agricultural water users to receive water withdrawal permits like other users. Now, let's be clear. Notice that it says new industrial-scale agricultural water users. What a lot of people do not realize, and I realized it because when we first opened Hunter Home, our Gullah Geechee Research and Retreat Center, we opened it up on St. Helena Island in a place called Wiggins Curb. And that particular property that we restored for another family and then was utilizing the buildings, which is just down from Penn Center, has its own well and had its own water pump. It was not connected to what we call city water. So after about two to three years at that facility, we realized that we now were getting complaints on researchers were staying there, and then I had an intern staying there, and it got to the point where they were saying the water pressure was low. Then all of a sudden there was no water. No water was coming out in the sinks or anything at all. So we thought there was a problem with the pump. Well, the pump repair person came. They went through the whole nine yards, and simply the bottom line was the water table had been tapped out. We could not understand exactly what was happening until we mentioned this to other community members. And then people started complaining that one of the local farmers, because of the fact that they use these massive irrigation machines on these commercial truck farm areas, they were the ones who were pulling from the water table. And this was now causing problems for everybody that had their own individual wells with their own pumps. So anyone who had been living in this older way and had their own things at their house and was self-contained and was not paying a monthly water bill, in other words, they now were at the behest of whether or not there was going to be enough water on any given day inside their houses. Now, this was also during a time when we started noticing more and more droughts happening along this coastline. For a couple of years, there had been a drought. So that, of course, also caused problems with this water supply. So when you are living in an area where you rely on both agriculture and sea work to survive, because those are two of our main industries, this can be a very, very tense issue that we're dealing with. So that's why I want you to be clear. The current people 
who are into agriculture in South Carolina, they would remain grandfathered. There's no issue for them. But any new ones, which would be large-scale industrial-type farms, commercial industrial-level agriculture, they would have to go through special permitting processes. That is what this is all about because we need to be able to protect the water use for everyone. When I've traveled out west and where some of these other endangered areas that are on this list actually are located, I was shocked when people take me to places where water no longer exists, where I was standing on dry ground, and people told me how communities had to move because the water was gone. I've seen this out where Gullah Geechee's are, what, out there they're called Seminoles, but they're actually native Gullah Geechee's or black Seminoles where they live and out of Seminole Canyon where there's no water there anymore, and it used to be a river running through there. I know that for our people, often call them Muscogo in Mexico, which are also Gullah Geechee's, they have migrated away from where we traditionally knew them to have stayed and settled when they first went into Mexico. Some have been able to get into the U.S., but that's a complicated matter we can't get into tonight. But you can read my book, We Be Gullah Geechee, Cultural Capital and Collaboration Anthology, to get some of the background on what's happening there. And then there are those who migrated to other parts of Mexico to find areas where they could continue to farm again because where they were, there was no water. Some of the instances where water is no longer located is because the water has been subverted. It's been moved and transferred, rerouted to another area, or it's been dammed off. And I noticed that when I mentioned that Columbia River, there's an outdated dam operation that's putting healthy runs of salmon and other fisheries at risk, they stated, in regard to that one. But so in our Edisto River, we are dealing with a situation where it's not dammed off, but it's going to be pulled out to then be placed on land. And so we have to have some type of stop gaps ahead of these things happening because you do not know when the day might come where things do literally and figuratively dry up. So we want to be proactive in this regard because obviously our scientists have already been paying close attention to water tables, the quality of the fish and the wildlife habitat that is along the Edisto River and our Edisto Scenic Byway that goes actually on to Edisto Island is a place that you should see if you have never seen it. And once again, if you go to Gullah Geechee TV or go to YouTube and type in Queen Quet Edisto, E-D-I-S-T-O, you will see several videos, and we'll be posting some more on our Gullah Geechee TV site on Facebook over the next few days because it's critical that we have you go on and sign the petition and take action. When you go to AmericanRivers.org slash Endangered Rivers slash you will see the list. You can click on number five, Edisto River, and you will then see on the right-hand side of the page an opportunity to take action. You'll see a blue and white box, that indigo and white, and it, and it turns. Anyway, okay, and you can go ahead and fill in information there with your name, your email address, your zip, that will go to the subcommittee that's going to deliberate next week. They're going to deliberate next Wednesday. And so we want to make sure 
that they get the call from the community and from people outside of South Carolina that say that they appreciate, they respect the Edisto River here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, and they want to protect, so they support this subcommittee taking this on to the full committee and letting it move through the House so they can also move through the Senate here in the South Carolina General Assembly. That We have had this type of rough waters to navigate before on a number of issues, but we know with your support and your continued help, we will navigate this, navigate this successfully as well. And if you want some more information on the issue, you want to be added to our listserv so that you can keep up on further updates, you can also email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com gogeco at americaonline.com and so that this way you can keep up with all the changes and all the action alerts that are going to be coming out of this particular thing and that's the same email address that you can use if you are interested in being a part of the work that's going to be going on out in the field this coming June through the Gullah Geechee Sustainability Think Tank. So this particular action tied directly to what we have already been working on with the Gullah Geechee Sustainability Think Tank. And so this river, you might say, well, what's so important about the Edisto River? Well, it's the longest free-flowing blackwater river in the United States, okay? It actually goes from the sand hills of central South Carolina through the floodplain forest and the coastal plain all the way to the Ace Basin, which is the Ashapudicumbi and the Edisto River. All right, it comes right on down into it. And so as you were to travel through the heart or the center of South Carolina, you'd be traveling right along its shoreline. So we definitely need this river to be protected. And it's interesting that they have on this site that this is what the threat is. This year's listing of the Edisto River follows the South Fork of the Edisto's appearance in the 2014 America's Most Endangered Rivers report. Excessive agricultural water withdrawals continue to be a major threat to the Edisto and other rivers across the state. While municipal and industrial water users are required to get withdrawal permits, South Carolina's surface water law does not require permits for agricultural water users. This means that the state cannot require reduced water use during drought periods to protect the river, water quality, small farmers, and downstream users. When the South Carolina Surface Water Withdrawal Permitting Use and Reporting Act was passed in 2010, the agricultural exemption from state permitting was a victory for an industrial scale, not traditional farms in South Carolina. At that time, lawmakers were led to believe that the relaxed measures would help traditional South Carolina farmers. No one envisioned the agricultural exemption from permitting would be exploited by industrial-scale out-of-state agribusiness that would use enough water to supply a medium-sized city. However, that's what's happening, increasing uncertainty for downstream water users and putting the Edisto and other rivers at increased risk. So this same issue now that we've been dealing with through the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association in terms of people saying that 
there's overfishing happening out here on the ocean, whether it is out directly on the ocean in large shrimp trawlers or on the ocean in the sense of right around the estuaries and the rivers and the creeks surrounding these sea islands from Jacksonville to Jacksonville. The Gullah Geechee Fishing Association has had to argue the fact that traditional and subsistence Gullah Geechee fishers do not overfish at any point in time. That's not even part of our psychology of why we go out into the waterway. But where we have seen the overfishing happening has been, again, from outside companies, many times outside the U.S. companies, coming along the Atlantic Ocean and then doing massive trawling for any and everything that's in the water. And again, throwing off the ecological balance of what is in our oceans. So as a result, we have seen a negative impact upon the availability of a lot of seafood that was always part of the staple diets of Gullah Geechee's because of all of this overfishing. So now we see another side to this. We see that now the tap in the same water, dragging it onto the land for agricultural users that aren't from South Carolina to come in and then commercialize it, but then take away and deplete the resources here. And so then the small and the traditional farmers like us who are native Gullah Geechee's and other native folks of South Carolina who their families grew up farming their own food, growing their own food on an acre, 10 acres of land, that kind of thing, they would be at the behest of these 100 and 200, 300-acre commercial industry, industrial scale farms that also then need to keep the water flow going even if there is a drought. And so, once again, it ties all back to one another. Everything ties in. And if the water is tapped this way, then we have more chance of our shellfish bed closures because there are other types of creatures, including vibrios, that can begin to grow in these shells when these shells don't have proper amounts of water to cleanse out. There's a whole ecological balance that starts to get thrown off when we don't have enough water just don't have enough water. So whether that's through drought or whether that's through human consumption, we end up with issues that will then cause other problems with what humans can consume. And so we want to not get to the point of out west where water is the new gold rush, where people cannot even catch rainwater without permits in a city, or it's illegal for you to own a rain barrel in certain places where I visited. And so I've had international visitors come here for decade, for a decade now and tell me that water was going to be the next big issue, and we are now seeing what they have been saying come to fruition here on our coast. So we're asking you to join us in this. Please go to AmericanRivers.org slash Endangered Rivers. Click on number five, the Edisto River, and then when you get to that page, go on the right and take action. Please click that button. And again, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition is engaged in all of these different issues, has been for almost 20 years, and will continue to be. As Lord I did and things like that, this year we're going on, and we keep holding on and things like that. So you have two homework assignments to go over and take action just by adding your name to the petition and also go to GoFund me 
and find our Help Save Gullah Geechee Land posting. I'm looking at it right now. We're trying to reach at least the $1,000 next benchmark. We wanted to reach it as of last weekend. So it would be wonderful if we could reach it during this live broadcast because currently there's $858 in the coffer. So if we get somebody to donate $42 and somebody else donate 100 we will be at that thousand dollar mark now let me show you what is so interesting about social media and i know this is because some people continue to be very active and sharing things repeatedly but this indicates there have been 759 total shares but there's only 858 dollars in the account so that means that not everybody who's done a share has made a donation so please double back and put in at least a dollar all right, this is a certified charity. The Pan-African Family Empowerment and Land Preservation Network is a 501c3. So when you make your donation, just like when I made mine, you will get a receipt immediately emailed to you, and then you can use that to write it off in your taxes for next year. Also, keep in mind that with GoFundMe, these funds immediately go and they all go to the charity they are not taken away from by doing it this way. So please go ahead and make your contribution. If you're the type of person that says, well, I don't like to put my credit card online, I understand that. I totally understand it because I am a computer scientist. So if you'd like to make a donation, you can email us at G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, and we will send you the mailing address for the Pan-African Family and Land Preservation Network, Family Empowerment and Land Preservation Network, and you can mail a check or money order in so that we can definitely continue to push this and keep this going. And those who are coming to the Gullah Geechee Reunion this year, which is going to be the first Saturday in August from noon to 7 at Geechee Kunda, thank you, thank you to all the Hunter Chillin' what we did at Geechee Kunda with me for the gathering just a little while back. And that is going to be Saturday, August the 1st at Geechee Kunda in Riceboro, Georgia. You can bring your donation there. If you are intending to join the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, you haven't done it yet, you meant to do it, you meant to get online and do it, you can do that at the link for the festival. That is up at Eventbrite and is also on the front page on the events of the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page. But you can also bring your membership dues, your donations to the Land Electric, Legacy World Tour, and all of that to that event. This year we are raising money for the Help the Gullah Geechee Save the Land Fund, as well as for Geechee Kunda and to complete the digitization of the Gullah Geechee Alkebulan archive, where all of this, these episodes of the show, these images that you see that are coming up back and forth on Facebook and on many of these different sites, as well as these articles and campaigns that we're talking about, we have archived these things for just about 20 years straight. But we have materials that go back way past 20 years because we've been able to have enough supporters globally to go out and get things that were taken from the Gullah Geechee Nation and bring them back here so the community has access to them. We've also been blessed to have a lot of people donate things, their family reunion journals and images, thesis papers and books, photographs and so forth over the years to the archives. And so as I'm out on the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy World Tour, I'm constantly raising funds and raising awareness about these resources
resources in our community. These are all what you call cultural heritage resources that we all are fighting to protect. I started this year off in the snow. Many of you who are fans on Facebook saw me out in the snow. Y'all know I'm an island girl. I ain't all that cold and them snowmen and all that. I like seeing Frosty them on TV, but not necessarily in person. Well, I was actually in upstate New York in a snowstorm because I was there with a global delegation of people who was sitting down to talk about how can we protect cultural heritage. How can we protect cultural heritage resources in the face of climate change, sea level rise, ocean acidification, storms such as we live in a hurricane zone here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. So if you wonder why is it so important to archive, why is it so important to then digitize an archive, it is so that this way we have a backup, an electronic backup or several of them that would not necessarily be in the same place where the physical items would be in the event that we have a massive hurricane hit this area again, God forbid, or a tornado or anything of that nature is another issue. But definitely with the sea level rise, flooding, and hurricanes, that's always been a major concern. We just had Savannah lose lights and everything, and that was a rain and windstorm. That was not a hurricane. We had entire communities in Low Bottom, South Carolina, let us know that trees had fallen on people's homes and homes had been damaged and so on. Some family members lost one of their mobile homes because a tree fell on it just over the past weekend and the past week with all the rains that we've had. And so when we talk to you about saving Gullah Geechee land, saving a legacy, saving these things and archiving and protecting then what has been archived, this is because we literally live in an area where we are wide open and at the behest of many of these things that are coming in. So now where we have to deal with the tide flow and the wind flow, now we have to deal with people even pumping the water out from the waterway and dealing with it on land. So as someone who still farms land, who comes from a family of farmers and fishing people, it is about how you live in balance with both of these things and how we as human beings live in balance with one another. So I pray that you all will continue to support our efforts for that balance to happen and for our cultural heritage to be protected, our land, our waterway, and our people. That is the richness of who we are. That is our treasure. That is our goal. We be Galagichi anointed black gold people. And so part of our community progress continues to go on daily through the work of many people who volunteer, many people who donate, donate time, donate money, donate wealth. And the people often give to what you call nonprofit or 501c3 or not-for-profit organizations and institutions here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Each year around this time, you will hear me discuss that the Coastal Community Foundation gives money the opening part of May each year. They have what's called Lift the Low Country. This year, the day before these deliberations about this whole thing, with the water and protecting the Edisto River, which will ultimately, this bill will protect all of our waters, not just Salkahatchee and the Edisto River or Edisto just because it's listed. It will protect all of our waters here in South Carolina from this overuse by industrial ag farmers. 
But here it is that the day before is Lift the Low Country Day, wherein charities throughout the what they call the Low Country, which is the Gullah Geechee Nation of South Carolina, are put in a list by the Coastal Community Foundation. And if they can raise $10,000, the Coastal Community Foundation will give them $10,000. I am calling on everyone this year to support three charities that I'm part of. You came out last year. You supported the Coastal Conservation League. You supported the Walterbar, the Carlton County Library of Walterbar. They made it over their $10,000. The Gullah Geechee Angel Network did not make it over their $10,000 last year. We need your help to make sure the Gullah Geechee Angel Network makes it over that goal this year. So on May 5th, we are going to be tweeting. We're going to be Facebook posting all day long to help these charities, the Gullah Geechee Angel Network, the Low Country Open Land Trust, which is the one that you all have seen, have helped us with the Angel Oak Preserve, and we have the Angel Oak land. We have it all protected now. We have it holding it, but we haven't gotten to the point to start working on the interpretation, the kiosk, and the other things there yet. But we got other projects going on with the Low Country Open Land Trust to, again, protect these cultural heritage resources. So that's the second one on my list. And the third one on the list is Penn Center, which is here on St. Helena Island. Penn Center is 153 years old now. It was founded in 1862. It was the first, what, trade agricultural and normal school. we right back in the land again for freedmen. And freedmen meant men or women or children that had been previously enslaved during the transatlantic slave trade here on the Sea Islands. It became the first school in all of the colonies, all of the United States history. This is the first school for black folks that was a missionary school founded as a trade, agricultural, and normal school. It operated during a period of time that after its founding came what many people read about, the one the Negro schoolhouses, the one-room Negro schoolhouses, many of which the Rosenwalls had, had put the money into. But there were a lot of others beside the Rosenwall schools. There just was a plethora of Rosenwall schools across the country. And so we need your support on May 5th, Lift the Low Country Day. Put your money together now. Clear your credit card now so that on that day you can go to the Lift the Low Country site for the community Coastal Community Foundation. You'll see a list of all the charities. We need you to click the Gullah Geechee Angel Network, make a donation. We need you to click the Low Country Open Land Trust, make a donation. And we need you to click Penn Center Incorporated and make a donation. We want to ensure that every last one of those three charities go over the top and meet their goals as last year. We got two out of three. This year we got to do better. We need to get three out of three and get them all over the $10,000 so that they can get the match. You get more bang for the buck if you hold your donation until then and then give it on that day and let us all lift the low country together. But I pray that you don't leave May 5th and May 6th as the only two days that you want to lift the low country. I pray that each and every day 
on a chiller with a join we and thing like that. And lift the little country by lifting up the Golagichi and help to heal the Golagichi family and thing like that. And yet more for who we to be and thing like that. And how the water to bring the water go and take we back. But this year the why we to call upon Hona Chiller to help we protect this year water and thing like that. And protect the land. What the land to dip on the water. We can't all and thing with like it and did it upon the water. That would all of that. You got water all day wrong. And pun that line and thing like that, it is sometimes pun the water in the water. The we. And so if we want to stay and we don't have we go to get your legacy, we need Hunter for help with you. Okay then. So come here for join the girl to get you and thing like that. And not forget just what we the nyampon out the water and thing like that. But help we for how more for Hunter nyampon. So we want to make sure that you join us. So when you come here and you want to eat our seafood, you want to have some of what we're eating, we can tell you that it's locally caught. We tell you it's locally raised because we'll continue to have our economy sustained, our tradition sustained, our cultural heritage sustained on the land and in the water. And we can do that with your help. And it doesn't matter what country you are in around the world. The Internet makes us basically all in one place. So you can go on to these links. You can make donations. You can go on to these links. You can sign these petitions. This is what the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition has been doing since we started. And because these issues have not stopped, we will continue. And so you can't stop running water. And so we definitely do not want the waters of Edisto to run dry. So we need you to go on and help get in touch with your politicians. The quickest way to do it is to go to that site that we've given out the information for, click on the Edisto River, and then make sure that you sign the petition. When you do, it will go out to the South Carolina General Assembly members to lodge the fact, log the fact that you are in support of us protecting our waterways. We do not want to stop the farmers from farming. We just want to ensure that the traditional farmers have a leg to continue to stand on as well as to have our seafood industry have a chance that we want our water quality, our waterways, our habitats for our creatures in the water to also have a chance to be sustained. And the Edisto River is one of those crucial bodies of water. But this also, as I say, is a law that will impact all of our waterways, all of our estuaries, our creeks and rivers with this, and so that there will not be excessive pulling out of the water. And, of course, we don't want excessive pulling out and away from the water of our cultural resources and our community. That's why we continue to work with organizations like the Gullah Geechee Angel Network and the Low Country Open Land Trust who have worked out here in the field with us trying to hold on to natural environmental areas as well as to educate people more about the uses of those natural environmental areas by Gullah Geechee people. And so we also want you to come out and celebrate with us at Penn Center. You'll understand why we continue to fight to hold on to this historic institution when you come out to our Heritage Day celebration which is every November, second week of November, all right? It leads right up to Veterans Day, okay? So if you are wondering or if that's a date that sticks more in your mind, it always leads right up to Veterans Day. So this year, Heritage Day will be November the 12th through the 14th, and then we encourage people to go worship at our various churches on the 15th. So November 12th through the 14th, and then on the 15th, everybody goes to the local churches. And so we definitely want you to be here and be a part of the various activities 
that will be going on throughout the Heritage Day celebration, which happens at Penn Center. And we know that those things can be further enriched by you contributing during Lift the Low Country Day next week to Penn Center, to the Gullah Geechee Angel Network, and also to the Low Country Open Land Trust. I have no doubt that at least two of those over the ball, but this year needs you all to double up on the Angel Network. For those who didn't give last year, you need to go and double up this year, all right? Make sure you make that contribution next week. And so that's going to be happening. And again, follow us at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, and you'll keep up with it. And please retweet as much as you can on that day. And also follow us and Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook, and we'll be posting coming up on the weekend and coming up to that day just so we keep it right there in your memory. And we got a lot going on because we're also getting geared up for the official opening with the Friends of McLeod for the McLeod Plantation. They had an opening for the public last week. They had a private opening, then a, a public opening Saturday when it was raining. But we will have our Friends of McLeod opening on Saturday, May the 9th. So I'm really, really looking forward to that because many of you who follow Gullah Geechee TV, you've seen me many times on James Island doing libation ceremonies at McLeod Plantation. And this is yet another historic institution we had to fight to hold on to. And so we're happy that it is now going to be open in perpetuity. It is now part of the Charleston Park system, but will be open to the public for people to be educated about the Freedmen's Bureau that operated from there, as well as the plantation era and life prior to that that happened there. And God willing, you'll get to learn more about the Gullah Geechee families of James Island who stemmed off of that plantation um, out of chattel enslavement, away from there and then went out into the city of Charleston, as well as many still live right on James Island, and continue to hold on to our cultural heritage and our legacy and our traditions there. And so on Gullah Geechee TV, you're going to be seeing some episodes coming up with us out even at Mosquito Beach, out that side in Saul Agree. And you've seen some other episodes already of the Seashore Farmer Lodge, and you've seen us there many, many times from Gullah Geechee TV. So, again, you can find that at www.gullahgeechee.com. Geechee, G-E-E-C-H-E-E. There is no I in Geechee, okay? GullahGeechee.tv. And again, you can find the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition at GullahGeechee.net. If you are coming down for the Gullah Festival next year, next month, next month, that we will have in Buford, we are back at the Henry C. Chambers Waterfront Park. So make sure that if you are intending to try to get on the Gullah Route Experience Tour, you want an authentic tour for your group that you're traveling in with, please email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. We will have our tour on that Friday, Saturday. We will be out in the Sankofa Circle, as usual, the Sankofa Circle at the Gullah Festival. We'll be educating people about our traditions and our culture, and the Gullah Festival ends on Sunday. So it will run from the 22nd of May, which is the day we'll be giving tours. The 23rd will be the opening ceremony and a full day of activities. The 24th will be a whole celebration, gospel celebration going on at the Waterfront Park on the 24th. And then the event wraps up 
for yet another year. And so definitely make sure if you are intending to bring a group here, don't wait till 11th hour now. Don't think you show up to town and then get on. Make sure to email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, and we can then see if we can fit you in on that Friday as we're giving tours to different groups, and many will be coming out to the Gullah Geechee Garden to have a little bit of something for Pond, including some of these, I think, will come out with water with you Okay, then. So definitely we want to keep the traditions alive, and the more that you support us, we can thrive. So we appreciate you once again for taking the time out to be right here upon the ocean with we and things like that. And this year, the Queen Quet head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. If you're interested in me coming to your country, to your state, to your city, to your university, your civic group, some have asked me, do I come to family reunions? Yes, I have spoken at family reunions. Please go to queenquet.com, Q-U-E-E-N-Q-U-E-T dot C-O-M, queenquet.com, and you can get all the booking information there. And you can also, again, email the office, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. But send date and details, and we can see how it links in to the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy World Tour schedule. I'm so glad I got the suitcase and things still be in the floor from just coming back from Chi-Town, trading out Dan Claus, trying in a new one for get ready for get to the next city shortly, young. I so glad it is your thing going on. And y'all will see more pictures of where I'll be online when I get there. All right? So definitely I appreciate all of you. Uh, we are going to open up the phone line briefly and see if there are any callers for tonight. 347-324-3903. 347-324-3903. I also want to thank all of you who send us email about the show or stop me in the street and let me know that you tune in and that you listen, that even though you may not call in and comment, that you are listening and that I need to keep it up because the information is valuable and that you've been able to use it in your communities and in your families. And that's the whole purpose for we have in We Show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. It's not to entertain, but it's to educate and uplift. And so we thank all of you for continuing to support the endeavor because we wouldn't be able to do this without knowing that it was of value to you. So I greatly appreciate it, and I thank everybody for continuing to be part of our social media family and keeping up with everything we're going on and supposed to be too. But make sure if we're going on, we're going to see the truly. Gullah Geechee. And so this is Queen Quet Head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad you're going to chill and tune in one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. God bless on a chiller. God bless your family. And take a little bit of journey this your spring. Right on out your upon the wee islands upon the sea. And on a chiller to go and see the blessing that God done give. And why we to fight so hard for not only keep these islands afloat punish your seat, but for keep going, the Gullah Geechee living legacy. Peace and blessings, family. The crack we teeth again next Monday.